All right. Miners have contractual capacity. That is false. There's one of your six Fs. Incapacitated parties need to pay only the fair market value rather than the contracted price of necessaries. That's true. They can pay any price, but if they want to disaffirm and it's a necessary item, then they have to at least pay the fair market value of what they got. After the age of majority, the power to disaffirm immediately uh, cuts off if the person ratifies the contract. True. Yep. If they ratify the contract, once they become a, in the majority, age of majority, they can't disaffirm anymore. Minority ends, we did not go over this one, so I'd be surprised if you got it. Minority ends the day after the birthday of the age of majority. It's, yeah, it is. I did say it? Okay. The day before, so that's a false. Number five, any person who drinks alcohol, I'm sorry, any person who drinks an alcoholic beverage lacks the legal capacity to make a valid binding contract. False. You can have an alcoholic beverage and still enter into a binding contract. The standard for necessaries cannot vary from one person to another. True. No, that's false. Um, necessaries can vary from one day to another. The type of clothes that's necessary, the type of food that's necessary. Uh, number seven, people acting outside the scope of their authority are generally personally liable whenever the organization is not. No, that one's true. If you act outside of your authority, I am just a lowly salesperson at this store, and they're looking for the CEO, and I say, ah, I'll make the decision for the CEO. And then the shipment comes in for all these shoes with broken wheels on them. Um, I'm going to be held responsible for that, not the organization. Disaffirmance of a contract has to take place within 60 days once ratification occurs. That's false. There is no, no set deadline. It has to be a reasonable amount of time and... I'm sorry. Disaffirmance of a contract has to take place within 60 days once ratification occurs. Oh, no, that's definitely false. Once it's ratified, then it, that's it. There's no grace period after that. Okay, number nine. The party lacking capacity can generally disaffirm contracts for goods and services that are not nece necessaries, yet the party lacking capacity can enforce them against the party with capacity. Okay, so what this is saying is um, a minor or another person that lacks the capacity to enter in, into a contract can disaffirm the contract, but they can also hold somebody else who's not lacking in capacity to that contract. Is that true? No. No, that is true. <laughs> okay, the reason why that one's a little bit tricky is because if they can't enter into contracts, you wouldn't think that they can enforce them against somebody else, but they can for necessary items. Miners are not usually liable for their torts. That is false. A tort, we didn't go over the tort section in this class, but torts are like the civil acts 
where you would be sued civilly, not criminally. And an example of that was the one with the guy that used his brother's ID to, to buy the clothes. That was a tort, and he is still going to be held liable if the store decides to sue him for fraud. Number 11, parties who have, a, who have special contractual rights are minors, the intoxicated, the mentally incapacitated, all of those, D. We got one D out of the way. Acting toward a contract. I think everyone's going to get this one right. Acting toward a contract as though one intends to be bound by it is called ratification. B. Yep, Ratatouille. I didn't like that movie. I don't like mice or cartoons. Okay, just a few more. Number 13. When a court decrees a minor emancipated, is it is referred to as if a court emancipates a is it a formal emancipation or informal? Formal. <laughs> it is formal. A. Which of the following would most likely be classified as goods or services that were not necessaries? Cosmetics. The car is going to be because you could say they needed to get to work or other things. Clothes it is, food it is. Cosmetics you don't. No matter how ugly you are, you do not need to have makeup. You don't. Fifteen. Just look at all the guys in here. I'm sorry. It was a joke. It was really a joke. Okay. In most states, a minor can get back everything they gave, even if all of those, even if they were unable to return exactly what was received, even if the goods have been used or damaged, or the goods have been lost, consumed, or destroyed. So D, all of them. Some contracts of minors that cannot be disaffirmed are court-approved contracts. Oh, enlistment into the armed services. You can't get out of that either. I should have mentioned that. An educational loan. So hopefully you remembered the, the two I did say to know that that's D, all of them. So even if you're 17 and you sign up for the army, you can't get out of that. Unless you have like medical condition, all this and that, then you can. But not just to go in and say, I don't want to do it anymore. When the consideration by both parties have been returned, the contract is said to be a disaffirmed. A. The severance of the child-parent relationship is referred to as B, emancipation. It, not a proclamation, no. When a person has the capacity to bind an organization to a contract, they are said to have B, scope of authority. Generally, a person lacking contractual capacity can disaffirm a contract for goods and services that are not necessary, both A and B. Any time while still under the incapacity and within a reasonable time after attaining capacity. All right, hang on to those. Yeah.